Hey everybody, welcome to the City Reach Daily Walk podcast. I'm here with two amazing guys. I'm sitting with Jace. Mm, amen. Yeah. And we have Mystery Man with us today, Matt Ballard. So, Matt, mm. welcome to the show. Thanks welcome. very much. Yeah, Good. wonderful. Uh, and we actually have the privilege of talking to Matt today about singleness. Mm. But before we jump into singleness, we actually want to know a little bit about our mystery man. Uh, so, Matt, tell us a little bit about who is Matt Ballard. 31 and 5 foot 11. And, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I'm a... I uh, spend my Monday to Friday being a town planner, which some people say is a uh, way of destroying people's dreams, uh, <laughs> which, which uh, look, you know, um, can can sometimes be a bit uncomfortable. But um, yeah, so I do that and sort of uh, plan out uh, sort of communities to some extent. And, you know, if someone wants to build a Bunnings, whether we give approval or refusal to that and that sort of thing. So well, you always, always say approve. yes to always approve <laughs> Bunnings. You say yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, so that, uh, that, that keeps me interesting. Of course, in the, the life of the church too, um, helping out in the, yeah. in the tech team. What, what, what do you mm. do in, in, well, I, I lead the, the, the tech team. So, um, your sound and your graphics and your lighting and everything that happens on a, on a Sunday service that requires something to, um, not on stage, but certainly part of the wider worship group. So, um, okay. yeah, that, uh, that's keeps, keeps you busy. busy. Absolutely. So I've heard a rumor that you mm. were actually born in the church. Is that right? You've been <laughs> around a while. I have since, yeah. well, uh, since 2002 here at, uh, Oakton, I came with my parents and, uh, and of course, yeah, um, been in a Christian family, and so I remember going to other churches before that too. So, yeah, life has definitely been in the church. Okay, awesome. And Jace, mm. you and Matt go back quite a while. Yeah, I think we came uh, to church at the same time, about mm. the same time. Um, and I've kind of always just known about Matt growing <laughs> up through youth group. He was a mm. quirky guy. Um, yeah, that nerd. At the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the yeah, in the last maybe six years, we've had. Um, a lot more interaction with serving together you know, through the worship ministry, uh, catching up regularly in, in Port Adelaide for really nice uh, toasted sandwiches. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I, I consider Matt a real, real close mate. So mm. it's good to be able to do this. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Well, we've got to tell us about those toasted sandwiches. Where we can get them. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's jump in. So, um, you know, singleness is just one of those things that actually is – gets so misunderstood, especially in the church and the Christian context. Mm. Uh, and just part of the show is actually talking about how the gospel actually not only changes our relationship with God, uh, you know, that now the curtain's been torn and the wall of hostility is down and we have this relationship with him. And it's a close one where we call him our Abba Father, but it also changes how we relate to one another and also how we approach different seasons in our lives. So singleness is one of those things that in the church, um, you know, I was I got married at 30 and and up until that time, it was also just 
different people approach you in such different ways. So what we're going to do today on Matt, Jason and I decided we're going to do a SWOT analysis <laughs> on being single, right? Yes. The gospel SWOT analysis. So if any of you are unfamiliar with the SWOT analysis, it's basically we're going to look at the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats. threats. <laughs> really looking forward to it. Yeah, everyone, we should maybe work backwards. Everyone's just going to be dying to hear about the threats. Uh, but let's start off with, with the 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 strengths of being single, mm-hmm. right? Because I think actually the truth is a lot of people look at it as singleness is, is not a strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually biblically, especially in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Paul actually paints it as an advantage mm-hmm. to be single. So what's your experience? Oh, yeah. Look, I think um, the experience has been that um, to some extent singleness gives you extra time. Um, and you can sometimes fill that with more work or, <laughs> you know, sporting activities or whatever. Uh, but for me, it's actually been um, really helpful in terms of, as we touched on earlier, sort of helping lead the tech teams. Um, you know, uh, I do it out of a, an abundance of love and a way of serving the church, but it, it does have its um, time impacts. And, and to be brutally honest, uh, COVID last year uh, yeah. was very much a, a, mm-hmm. an uphill uh, battle in terms of all of a sudden there were no in-person church services and you all of a sudden had to sort of produce uh, mm. online and yeah. uh, all the yeah. stresses that came with that. Now, so suddenly yeah. we really needed tech. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and everything that comes with it. So, uh, but again, having that uh, extra time perhaps um, where you're not uh, having to be invested in a whole lot of different areas that you need to be perhaps if you're attached uh, it certainly gives that uh, great opportunity to to serve more um, deeply and perhaps have that extra time up your sleeve so that's that's definitely been a blessing but I think also the ability to be available um, yeah. and particularly with uh, maybe a, a few younger people in the church being able to really just mentor them in yeah. in different ways and uh, you know um, Younger people have a lot more weird time schedules, um, and so <laughs> and being they, able to fit yeah. with them has been been particularly helpful. So, I think yeah, those those are sometimes the uh, strengths I perceive of, of being single. Okay. And if, if mm. I can ask, just uh, actually, Paul in the letter to the Corinthians, he actually talks about that. It's uh, sometimes singleness can be a spiritual advantage in your relationship with the Lord. Mm. Um, you know, I just honestly with little kids. I sometimes wake up and it's very hard <laughs> to find time to actually be quiet mm. you know, and, mm. and read God's word and pray is, is just you got to learn to do it within chaos. Mm. Um, but Paul actually says it's, it's an advantage. Mm. How have you found that? Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's something true about the fact that, um, you know, uh, if you're not the one speaking, no one else is, and so there is silence. <laughs> Sometimes that's great, uh, and uh, and and that ability to to delve in deeper, um, but also to be able to catch up with others and and uh, spend that time praying too, and and understanding deeper uh, relationships around you. So um, that that's definitely been an advantage. And look, coming from a household with three other sisters, uh, yeah, I, I wow. value the. I can imagine. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Mystery Man reveals. I had one older sister, and that was that was enough. That was yeah. Challenged me in many ways, but three must have been uh, must have been a real challenge. All right. Love them. Love them dearly. By the way, if they're listening. 
Yeah, Matt, and we've we've really appreciated everything you've done uh, with that time that you've been able to give to the Lord and to the church. Last year was amazing. <laughs> the team did a <laughs> oh, phenomenal absolutely. job, uh, what you guys were able to produce. Um, and so thank you. Um, we're going to move on to yeah. what might be a weakness, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a, a struggle um, mm. uh, when it comes to signalness that mm. you've had to deal with over the years. It's Yeah, it's been a bit of a journey, mm. I'm sure. Mm. Um, so... Could you unpack a little bit about, yeah, about that? Yeah, I think um, everyone comes to life, uh, you know, they're in their teenage years and yeah. you're constantly bombarded with what's your career, what are you going to do, you know, because if you don't have a career idea by the time you finish year 12, that's it, life's all over. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you realise actually that's not the case. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, you come to life with a, a plan and goals and things like that and then as you move through your 20s and you kind of look, okay, I missed that goal and I missed that one and <laughs> still single. Yeah. Uh, that can cause some frustration. It can yeah. cause some so nervousness. Can I just ask, mm. on, on a personal level yes. of yours, did you think you would be married by a certain age? Was that a, a hope and a specific dream of yours or was you just more, I'll take life as it comes? Um being a planner, uh, love planning everything to the nth degree. So definitely <laughs> there was a goal in place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I thought by 30, um, I'm 31 now, yeah. uh, by 30, yep, uh, would be uh, would be married. Maybe maybe not having kids, but there. And, and obviously um, that target has been missed. Uh, but uh, And so there, there does come that frustration um, sometimes, um, notwithstanding the, the blessings that we've just talked about. Mm. And sometimes that comes from that. Um, and, uh, and so that's been one thing. And the other has been sort of the, the loneliness that yeah. does come, uh, you know, of an evening and you don't have anyone to talk to and you've got Netflix, which is perfectly fine. Uh, but you do sometimes miss that, that interactions. Um, and, uh, so that can sometimes be a battle as well, a little yeah. bit, uh, loneliness and the other one. Uh, I'll keep it G-rated though. Uh, <laughs> is um, just in terms of also natural desires, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, you know the fact that um, uh, having to having to manage that um, yeah. and deal with that in a godly way um, mm. has definitely been a challenge. Um, so yeah, those those are the three I perceive as as some challenges with singleness. Mm. You know, um, missing goals. Um, loneliness and and also some of those natural desires that are good or proper in their context yeah. um, and yeah. having to make sure that they're managed appropriately. And that might be a threat as well, mm. to, mm. which we might be able to get to. But, yeah, that is a bit of a threat to singleness. Um, mm. And, Matt, the purpose of the series that we're preaching through on Sundays is really to understand how the gospel speaks into all of these uh, this part of your life. And so... You've just identified some of the weaknesses, some of the difficulties. How has the gospel? Has there been a moment where the where you've really kind of the gospel spoken into it? Like has it been um, someone else that's shared, that's imparted some wisdom, or um, yeah, some sort of revelation from God's word that's just like, oh yes, the gospel means this for me, and therefore the singleness is it's okay um, mm. because of what the gospel is saying about mm. it. Have you kind of had a moment like that? Um, to be honest, no, I haven't had one of those sort of, you know, the, the, the line, sh- uh, the light shines out of the <laughs> Bible, moments, yeah. uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's right. And it all of a sudden clicks into place. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't had the, one of those, but I, 
I have had some peace about mm. the fact that when you look through Scripture and you see how God has, in every circumstance, had a plan for people. Yeah. Uh, you talk about we've talked about Paul earlier, uh, and God used him, and we uh, see many other examples not only in the New Testament but the Old of how the Lord has cared for for those who who know Him, and so I just rest in that promise. Um, yeah. And definitely, you know, um, there have been examples um, that um, perhaps uh, those listening uh, know about where. Uh, for a time, people went, oh, it's, it's just not going to happen. And then all of a sudden, someone comes into their life, sweeps them off their feet, yeah. and, and uh, before long, they're married and, and wonderfully so. So, um, yeah, sometimes there is that, that panic of I must do something, but it, I've come to learn to appreciate God's timing yeah. and that he's got it all in control. And so when I read through Scripture and what he's done in, in people's lives uh, in Scripture, but also uh, as, as uh, Christians um, individually, I, I rest in that. Yeah, mm. that's, that's mm. a beautiful thing. All right, so now we're in the second half of our SWOT analysis, <laughs> and we're looking at opportunity. <laughs> you made it halfway, guys. So if you're still listening, it's, it just gets better and better from here. <laughs> but it's strange because, like, we're going to use the word opportunities, mm. um, where often I think people don't see it as an opportunity. They actually see it as as a hindrance or a goal that's missed mm. or something like that. Um, how have you kind of just look at look at being single and seen opportunities unfold before your eyes? And what opportunities would you say there are to to other people? If you were speaking to someone who was single and they had they were having a conversation with you and they just talked about some of the weaknesses you shared, what would you point them to and say, "Hey, these are actually some beautiful opportunities that might be your way," if you just see them in that light? Mm. Um, definitely, I think that uh, uh, those those opportunities to speak into to people's lives, um, provide advice, um, have strong social uh, connections with with friends and family uh, that otherwise perhaps time would not enable you to have. I think are great opportunities and and those that should be valued and and uh, and um, gifts that that come from that. I think that. Um, uh, the opportunities um, that present themselves, I think you need to be sort of sensitive to um, mm. and, you know, just wait on God and uh, see what comes. Um, you know, in my ministry in technical teams, as I mentioned, uh, I had, you know, younger guys that have asked me for advice on things to do with relationships. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of going, why are you asking me? I've been <laughs> totally yeah. unsuccessful. So, uh, no, but uh, obviously... Um, they perhaps perceive me as as having some wisdom in that respect, maybe a dispassionate view, yeah. um, and and uh, so I've been able to talk into uh, some people's lives regarding that, and and that's been um, a great blessing. Um, so those have been some of the opportunities mm. um, that have come from that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just know for myself, like I, w- I was also married, not late I would say, but mm. I got married at thirty. But one thing that I did see as as an opportunity is I got to learn from a lot of friends who got married before me. Yes. Uh, and I got to see some <laughs> of the mistakes that they made and some of the challenges they had being married. And mm. sometimes watching them, I'd go home and say, Lord, thank you, I'm still single. <laughs> you know? And other times it would be like, oh, man, I wish I was married. Yeah, um, yeah. But 
have you found that at all? Like just just learning through watching a sort of other relationships and how things are worked out. Oh yeah, I've got a book over here. No, uh, <laughs> uh, it has you're quite right, um, Graham. It's just been one of those things where uh, you you do observe, uh, you observe others. We all observe uh, one another. Yeah, and we kind of go, oh, that that's great, and goodness, what have they done there, and and that sort of thing. And so you you do build up a bit of a dossier um, of uh, what you would perceive as perhaps. Um, you know, a, a great relationship. But I think that does depend on the type of people who are in that relationship and, yeah. and their personalities and whatnot. So always always buy that with caution. But, um, yeah, I definitely have, I think, perhaps uh, more time being single and maturing um, as a Christian, uh, as we do, um, does give you perhaps that ability to have a little bit more wisdom um, yeah. Not not and, necessarily and saying that people go into it blindly, <laughs> but yeah, you, you do get to observe others. Yeah, and, and, and knowing that yourself. other people are observing you, as mm. you said, right? Mm. They're observing you in your singleness and and how you carry that. Um, I think maybe one more thing I'd actually like to press on with with a opportunity is is just kind of. How I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I really it's there, did. It's there. It's it was come there. Back. It really was, and it was so profound. I had that in the oh, last I question. Know. I'm going. Okay, that's... my thoughts gone. Yeah, oh, right. it's going to come back. It will come back, and it's it'll come, come back, back at the completely the wrong time. And you're all going to be so sorry <laughs> that I missed it. Three, right two, then. one, go. Right. Yes, Nuts. the relationships, relationships. What I was on to. Uh, no, it's mm. not there. Mm. It's not there. We can come back to we it. We can come back to it. It will come back to me. This has never happened to me before, these senior moments. <laughs> There'll be that ding moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, uh, well, we'll come back to that question when it comes back. Um, but we, we briefly touched on um, threats. Mm. And so, and you, and you briefly talked about, you know, some of the ways that you got to guard your heart, your yes. mind, mm. um, your walk with the Lord. Um, yeah. Is there any, is there anything that you could, could share um, in that space where you've seen, hang on, being single, I've got to be really careful and I've got to lean into God like mm. never before because of the threat that's coming at me. Mm. And, and, it, and it might not just be like, let's think, um, think within the church context but also out of the church context have you found that singleness actually has yeah you could be more careful because of what the world's throwing at you mm. or anything like that that you could unpack for us yeah absolutely i think you definitely have to be on your guard at all times in, in <laughs> as a christian in all situations but i think the, the devil does try to throw um at, at perhaps singles um and um about you know those those desires I talked about before, and mm. having to guard your heart against that, and um, that is that's constant and ongoing, mm. <laughs> and never stops. And uh, yeah, you do have to sometimes keep yourself busy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's a practical thing that I have encountered is that uh, not not being idle helps a great deal um, with mm. that. Um, but you know, threats about that those words in the back of your mind of gee you failed life haven't you uh right. you know you, you you're not ticking the the box the success in christianity uh mm. this this yeah. uh, idolized view of of what a christian life is meant to be and so you you have those those kind of chatters of failure in the back of your mind and you've got to be on guard to that because again um uh you know uh who 
who are you as a Christian? Your worth is in Jesus Christ. Amen. It's not in anything else. And so, therefore, um, I know who I am in Christ, and that is the important goal. It's it's not mm. necessarily everything else. Um, and so, uh, being that that threat of of failure is another thing that does sometimes say uh, hit in you in the back of your mind. Um, other threats, I suppose, is is uh, investing again then too much in work or mm. other things in life where they become, I suppose, a, a crux for not having a family. Yeah. So you're talking yeah, yeah. about people invest a lot of time in their in their families, and that's good. Uh, and work is a product to help support that. Yeah. Uh, I suppose when you're single, it's you and you only. And yes, there's an economy of the household, but. Uh, really, then, then your focus is then works who I am <laughs> to some extent. And you've got to guard that about that being then an idol. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's these push and pull factors that, mm. that come into fact that perhaps, um, yeah. I, I don't know, but the other side, the married side, doesn't yeah. necessarily have yeah. to that great a deal. So I don't, and this is something that Jason, I've probably spent a bit of time on. So Jason, you might comment on this as well. Mm. Um, but I think... In your singleness, I had that that kind of thought. With going back, we're mm. talking about natural desires, <laughs> especially. Um, I'm not a girl, so I wouldn't know from that perspective. <laughs> but as a guy, uh, I often had this perception: Hey, once I get married, mm. the those temptations mm. will be gone, right? Because mm. you you've just got it available all the time, <laughs> and that's not true, right? Mm. Like, so I actually think learning self-control because mm. that's that's actually really what's behind all that is mm. self-control mm. um in your singleness is actually helps you prepare for marriage because i think there's a especially a lot of guys they think you know once there's a ring on their finger uh, uh, all mm. temptation goes away and jace would you yeah. comment yeah. on that yeah and i would say that uh, if anything it, it complicates things so much more because now you there's a real person that's involved in your life that you've been wed to yeah, and uh, with real feelings made in the image of God. Uh, yeah. And in my case, uh, a child of God and uh, yeah, the complexities around that and thinking that marriage is going to solve everything. And actually it, it, it makes it so much more um, difficult mm. and, um, and dangerous when those things don't go away. And mm. now you, um, yeah, it's. I think it's a misconception to think that marriage is going to uh, solve a problem with lust or anything like that. You can mm. certainly be struggling and in, in, in uh, the thick of it, uh, even though you have a, a spouse, a, yeah, a wife. Yeah, and absolutely. so, um, yeah, I think the opportunity for you to to be able to, um, yeah, just model that the patience and and self control and um, and contentment in in Christ. Mm. Uh, mm is is really beautiful and and a rare opportunity and and as you grow in that i think uh um yeah that's that's going to be so beautiful yeah mm. going mm. forward so we've actually segued back into opportunities yeah. and i remembered what i was going to ask you yes. so <laughs> we're, we're there and now please don't be disappointed guys yes yes, yes i say this but actually jay said it. it's the word content yeah i read it on your phone <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this word contentment where actually the what I read was successful marriages, content marriages, actually come out of b- people being content singles. Mm. It's those of us who are totally 
discontent being single that and, and Jace is saying it right like we can view marriage if we're not careful as our functional savior mm. you know that they are going to save us from ourselves from our lack of self-control they're going to meet our every need and they're going to meet our, our happiness mm. and our joy uh, and i think it's those that have actually they content with themselves being mm single and yes yeah, sure there's struggles around that mm. but there's contentment and joy in life that when you get married you actually content and mm. enjoy the mm. blessing that marriage is rather mm. than then oh no this is the thing that is mm. uh it's going to be my functional savior and mm. anyone who's been married will know that you're you're a sinful person and you're married mm. to a beautiful but also sinful person. Mm. And, you know, we all stumble in many ways, as James tells us. So put two sinful people together. <laughs> there's a lot of sanctification that has to happen. Mm. But have yeah. you found have you found that? Would you say that there are seasons of, of real contentment in, in, in where you are? Mm. Uh, yes, I have. I've never I've never panicked. And I think mm. that that's a fair word to use um, about uh, being single. Uh, although it's always been sort of in the back of my mind and, um, you know, um, you do get people coming, <laughs> occasionally coming up to you and going, oh, so, so how are you going? And, you know, uh, and they come from a, they come from a, a heart of goodness and, yeah. and wanting to see you happy. Uh, but they presume that because you're single at the moment, you're not. And, and that great prayer must be provided <laughs> in order that you <laughs> that you're saved from this yeah, this yeah. Uh, disease of singleness. <laughs> and, um, and, All right. So now yeah. we, we're kind of opening up the chest. Yeah, this is Pandora's box. <laughs> this is good. This, this is, is one of those threads. But it is, yeah. right? And we, yeah. we're talking about particularly even within the church, yeah. you've got those people that mean very well, but mm. they kind of see it. So... What is the perception, maybe a negative perception of singleness that 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 is out there? In brief, uh, they haven't been successful yet, but we hope that they will. <laughs> okay. um, and yeah, yeah. and um, that that I think is dissipating, um, even in in my period um, in my twenties. Um, I think it it came very strongly like. You know, actually, you need to get married. You need to get married, and then over time, as perhaps realization has set in that that's not going to happen very quickly, um, it's been an easing off. But there is a tremendous pressure to mm. marry, and marriage is good. Um, mm. The Bible is clear about that. It's a, it's a great thing, um, but uh, it can be sometimes a millstone. Uh, if you haven't been successful in in achieving that, yeah. mm. and sometimes you know we do, I think subconsciously, um, hold up people who are married in the church and go, "Isn't this wonderful? Yeah. Um, you've you've firstly uh, got engaged. Step one. Step two. You got married. Step three. You better have children within five years. Yeah. If you tick that box, well done. Mm. They've got to get to Sunday school. Step four. They've got to get mm. through schooling. Step yeah. five. And you have this very yeah. set out plan, yeah. which is all good in in some way. But also, if you're not meeting those steps, jeez, oh, I don't know what we're going to do with yeah. you. Um, mm, and yeah. so you do have that kind of um, subtle. No one goes mm. up to you and goes, oh, "Gee, you haven't got married yet." Yeah. But there's those subtle things, mm. and. Um, yeah, I think that coming back to that question of contentment, I think 
one has to be strong in mm. the sense that, okay, things are not aligning to the time or goals that I talked about much earlier. You yeah. know, early 20s, you got this plan, doesn't meet it. But being content in, in where you are, in your Christian life, uh, and again, trusting in God that, look, if he's got something great for you that would be better met by not being married, so be it, bring it on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, if not, and, and the woman is yet to come, uh, but it might be five, ten years down the track, so be it, let's rest in God. Yeah. But, mm. yeah. All right. So yeah. let's just say you have, you have those before you who kind of have this perception that, oh, no, we have to do everything we can. We have to pray and fast for Matt yes. that he will find someone <laughs> and be released from the bondage mm. of singleness. Mm. In, in a very gentle and graceful yes. and loving way, what, what, would you, what would you say to those people mm. that would actually help them minister to single people in, mm. a, in a way that's, that's upbuilding? And, mm. Um, mm. Um, don't put them on blind dates. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's this great person for you. That you, you know, you're just a match. Let me organise it. Yeah. And you kind of go, no, no. Um, but no, seriously. Um, I would say that. Um, it's better not to say anything at all. Okay. Uh, I think uh, single people are well aware that they're single. Uh, they don't need someone coming up and going, "How can I minister to you in some way?" Yeah. But also, I think it's just a matter of being aware that single people can be lonely at times. Mm. And so therefore, if a few married people are getting together, uh, it doesn't mean that you can't invite along a single person. Um, They don't have to be matched in some way, Mm. uh, but they can sometimes be, oh, you're all in married groups and so on, and it becomes a married get-together. But a a single person could quite easily fit that grouping all the same. I think it's just, it's not necessarily going out of your way, but it's more about uh, just being sensitive to there are people who are not yet married, um, still in the life of the church, still a bundle of fun, bring them along to social events or or that. So I think it's not re-highlighting your single here, let me just come over and tell you you're single and I'm thinking about you. All right, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also just being sensitive to, hey, oh, Matt, of course, let's invite him along. No, I'm not asking for invitations, but John, after this one, you're yeah. going to have too many invites now. <laughs> but, you know, it's just that sensitivity yes. uh, yeah. and, and knowing that we're all at different stages of life, um, but we're all one family, Yeah, um, yeah. a Christian family. Yeah. Mm. I think that's awesome. And and I think, yeah, it's really important that you highlight those perceptions because it, it touches on what you talked about before about the feeling of failure. It's, mm. it's that perception of people that aren't signal. Uh, si- signal? Signal. <laughs> Single. Dyslectic. Um, yeah, it's that perception mm. that, uh, yeah, can feed into someone's failure. And they don't even know that they're doing that. Mm. They think they are genuine, genuinely showing support and love, but yeah. actually mm. it's starting to feed something that's, a real struggle. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's really insightful. I had a question for you. Mm. Um, that I, yeah, I think in talking about advice for, for mm. others, mm. but what about Matt, Matt Ballard in his early twenties? Mm. What, what advice would you give him now? And so bear in mind as well, you've got, you've got an opportunity to give it. You've obviously given advice to uh, people that aren't single. Um, but yeah, what about what about those that 
uh, in the early stages of starting to wrestle with these things, have mm. high hopes for their timeline of when they've planned out mm. their life. Um, but but maybe just to, to throw a bit of a spin on it, yeah, what would you say to Matt uh, in his early 20s? Mm. I'd say to Matt that um, planning doesn't solve everything. <laughs> um, and no matter what um, timeline you fit the things, uh it just seems the nature of life that that's going to be disturbed one way or the other. Mm. Uh, so don't stress out about it. Don't panic. Um, keep focused on God and what he wants you to do. Um, um, and, you know, seek the Lord. And sometimes um, it's a matter of, um, I think sometimes in, in Christianity we go, uh, and we talked about this earlier, that there's this aha moment or yeah. a light comes out of the sky like a bolt of lightning and goes, this is your purpose in life. <laughs> and it disappears as quickly as it came. Yeah. And, and you're full of... Sometimes uh, it, it's a matter of um, seeing whether doors open or shut and, you know, um, going through life and, um, you know, when opportunities present themselves, prayerfully considering it, but sometimes it's going to take a leap of faith and, and acceptance. If the God doesn't want you to do a particular thing, he'll make that clear to yeah. you mm. in one way or another. Yeah. So bringing it back to singleness and relationships, as I get off my soapbox, uh, it, it's about um, you know being sensitive to what the Lord is wanting and leading you, but rest in him and his time frames because his is always right. Yeah. And uh, so that would be the advice I'd give to to young Matthew, who's, you know, not only dealing with sort of what do I want to do uh, with my career? Um, if I take this job, will it affect this and that and the other? Oh, I'm single. I better find a, a girl in the church and, and all the rest mm. of it. And it must be done by 25 and, and must be married by 30. All the rest of it. Mm. Rest on him. Rest on the Lord. That's yeah. my yeah. advice. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. And that almost can be applied to any situation <laughs> or yes. any relationship yeah. in life, yes. essentially. Rest in the Lord. Well, mm. Matt, on behalf of Jason myself, we've I've loved chatting to yeah. you oh, uh, and really appreciate your insights and your mm. honesty and the whole thing. And mm. there's there are people who can catch up with you. And now I think maybe this has given them an opportunity to maybe mm. approach you and ask you some of the questions in person that relate to, to their situation. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, absolutely. Yeah. But... Uh, once again, thanks for being on the show. No and uh, we, we hope you've enjoyed this. Yeah, absolutely. I have. Thanks, yeah. guys. Cool. Thanks, Matt.